You're a monster! Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Good, good. Playoffs are here. Yeah, playoffs are here. Uh, just real quick, if you notice, James is on the phone. We are kind of doing a little bit of a, a remote podcast this week. Uh, just, you know, because we can. Um, and also, real quick, if you haven't subscribed to any of our channels or our social media pages, James, where they where could they find us at? Uh, Twitter at the TFL Monsters, Facebook at the TFL Monsters, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. Awesome. So I know we were just chatting a minute ago, and we we were both kind of thinking something that I th- I thought we should chat on air with is we had some Super Bowl predictions that we had just a few weeks ago, and I'm curious if who you thought would be in the Super Bowl is still who you think is going to be in the Super Bowl after this week. Uh, I still like. I had Kansas City winning it. Mm-hmm. I still think they're the best team in the league. But for as far as the NFC side, I'm definitely lowering my opinion on the Seahawks. <laughs> they're just not getting it together right now. And looking at the NFC playoff picture, it's just there's a. I mean, there's a lot of handful of good teams, but they're all kind of inconsistent. It's, it is, is kind of ugly. Part. I felt like uh, you know you look at like the Saints are are there and the Rams and. Still a lot of weaknesses, it seems like, in my opinion. Yeah. I think right now I got to go Green Bay just because Rodgers. It's Rodgers. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. But yeah, the Rams would scare me. Seattle would still scare me. Tampa is scary, but I don't really trust the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. Taysom Hill. I mean, he, he didn't look terrible, but I'm kind of with you. I, I picked uh, Seattle to be the NFC uh, champion, but I had Pittsburgh going. I had Pittsburgh beating. Uh, Kansas City. Uh, I don't know in Pittsburgh or in Kansas City. I don't really know at that point, but I definitely am lowering on Seattle. Seattle. I I'm I actually agree with you. I'm moving towards Green Bay a lot more just because Rodgers and Devontae Adams is just is killing it. I mean, yeah, they it's, they're they just really, they're just killing it. You, they you, really are. You can't really say anything otherwise. And unfortunately, I I am leaning a little bit more Kansas City with. With just, they just have so many weapons. I really think Pittsburgh has an, a fantastic shot. Yeah, but that loss to Washington this past weekend really kind of, kind of hurt me a little bit. I mean, I don't expect them. I don't expect most teams to go undefeated, but and Washington has an insanely good defense. Yeah, but yeah, I was still kind of surprised. Yeah, at the end of the day, I'm just I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I still want to see. I still think Pittsburgh can can do it. I think, I think that that would be the best matchup in the playoffs. Oh my gosh! That I don't think I don't think there could be a better matchup. Because I mean, thinking about the, I don't think it's going to be hard either. Looking at the AFC playoff picture, Buffalo doesn't really scare me. The Titans don't scare me. The Cleveland don't scare me. Miami doesn't scare me. The Colts don't scare me. Yeah, like, I that's mean the AFC playoff picture. Right yeah, now. like yeah, and and Tennessee just lost to Cleveland. So. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean I yeah I I definitely agree with you. I think but Pittsburgh Kansas City would be an awesome game and I think that would literally be the best playoff game we'd be able to see all season. Yep. All right, well, that's that. Let's go ahead and jump into our news for this week. So James, what do you got in monster news this week for everybody? Uh guys that missed week 13, got Josh Jacobs who's surprising out and John Gruden did say that it's still up in the air for week 14. Kenny yeah. Galladay the hip. We Kind of saw that one coming. John U. Smith was a little surprising with his knee. I haven't heard any more reports about that this week. DeAndre Swift missed with an illness. Hopefully he's back for 14. And then James Conner missed because of COVID. And it looks like he'll be back for week 14. Yeah, St. Pittsburgh really missed some James Conner, man. Benny Snell yeah. was not effective. <laughs> no. And then there was really only one big-name guy that left week 13 early. It was Antonio but, Gibson. But big. Injury. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... If you if you really look at what Antonio Gibson has done, and this is just a something that was really exciting, I think, for us, because we again we called him at the beginning of the year. This guy is gonna be something special. Yeah. And uh he dude, he's <laughs> he was looking as a rookie of the year candidate in the AFC, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm actually really glad because in the Listener League East, I really only have two running backs, and he's one of them. And luckily I have a bye in that week this week, so hopefully 
I don't have to deal with it if he has to miss this week and he could be back the week after. Yeah, because you can't say that in your other playoff game. No. Yeah, because no. I know you made. I think you sneaked in this this uh, this week, but uh, yeah, I think your your whole bench was basically <laughs> hurt. Yeah, so. I sneaked. I sneaked in the playoffs in a couple leagues this week. Yeah. So. So then the uh, Jets they uh, hired defensive coordinator Greg Williams, just mm. like just clean house guys. Yeah. Like, I know it was a really bad call at the end of the game. I don't know why he blitzed everybody, but like, I don't feel like he's more deserving to be fired than Adam Gase. I mean, when, everybody. when you're not scoring points, I can't really say it's your defensive coordinator's fault. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's games where they, they just don't score points. They scored some points in this game. I was actually a little shocked, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I thought this was going to be just a blowout. But when you're not really scoring points, it's not... It's it's your whole team, man. Just like you said, clean house. Adam Gase does not deserve to have a job. No, he doesn't. Yeah, it's just it's 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 just a terrible situation. Yeah, I mean, if I was the owner of the Jets, which I wouldn't be overly thrilled about right now, because uh, you're the laughing stock of the league, pretty much. But uh, I would literally just can everybody. I don't know why the Adam Gase you even hired him in the first place. He wasn't even effective in Miami, no. so you literally were bringing in a guy that was already defective. <laughs> you yeah. know, so. so the Eagles, they, uh, they're going to Jalen Hurts for week 14. How do you He's feel about that? Starting quarterback. I don't, I don't really know what their move is. Like, do they still think they have a shot at the playoffs? If not, because I mean, I know Wentz has been bad. He's leading the league in turnovers and stuff, but I don't know. This just feels very desperate to me, and I don't think it's yeah. going to last. I, I think when, when you really look at the Philadelphia Eagles, with that fan base, they they expect almost perfection. You know, they they're yeah. they're diehard fans. They they like winning. And so I think when you start losing the trust of the fans, they kind of force things that don't necessarily need to have. Dude, you you have a quarterback that is a very talented quarterback. He's your franchise quarterback who you paid, by a the lot. way. You paid a ton of money for. And you just benched him for a rookie. Now, yeah. I do like Jalen Hurts. I do not think he's ready to take over this team. No. Um, he didn't look very good at the end of the game. That When he came in, I mean, he wasn't terrible. You know, he does bring in an element of, of running that maybe Carson Wentz can't do. But I don't, I agree with you. I don't, I don't see it. I don't know if it's, you know, Doug Peterson's just trying to go, go all out because of his job. I don't know what it is. But well, it's a very mean, interesting it, move. At least this is something Wentz has dealt with in the past with Nick Foles and everything. So True. Well, the difference is Nick Foles is your Super Bowl hero. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Hurts isn't, but... Yeah, so the Panthers had a little COVID outbreak this past week during the bye. They had 10 players test... Well, we don't know if they tested positive. So these players could be back. There's two fantasy-worthy players on here, Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore. Oh, so watch okay. those. I swear, every week it's something to do with DJ Moore. Yep. So, just disappointing. Yep, that's it. All right. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into our Monster Guys of the Week. So, this week, uh, there were some fun games. Some surprising surprising stats and some new people on the list for this, this week, for sure. Yeah. So, first things first, Derek Carr made our list. Yeah, I'm actually kind of mad because I, over the past three weeks, the one week I really pumped Derek Carr's tires was last week against the Falcons, and he did nothing. And the other two games, he goes off. You, I mean, he had a great game in this one. Yeah, I mean, just huge game. Honestly, it was just him and Darren Waller out there, but still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, you were also playing the Jets. Um, but thirty-two points—that's you can't—that's that's not too shabby at all. No, yeah, and then Josh Allen versus San Francisco, thirty points. He's back on it. Yeah, saved you a playoff spot with that with, the, with yep. that game. You yep. know, it was funny because that when I watched the first half of that game, I didn't really see like which team was really going to take over. Like it was—it was, it was kind of just kind of sloppy, little back and forth, but I couldn't really tell. And then I went to sleep and woke up and like, oh, okay. <laughs> Josh Allen had a huge game. That was that's good for James. Yep. So, so uh, running backs. 
Go ahead, man. Yeah, so we got David Montgomery against Detroit. He was on our DFS picks last week. He yeah. had a good game. He's just involved. He's he, he he just always looks good out there, but there's still you can tell like the blocking is not great and stuff like that. They're still asking him to do too much. Yeah, I think they need to simplify his game. They need to utilize him more. I do agree um, that you know he needs to have a, a ton of utilization, but they well, need to simplify his game. Yeah, what I'm saying is he just needs more help out there. Like right. He can't do everything by himself. I mean, it's him and Allen Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only two people on the team where I'm kind of like, you know, fantasy worthy in my opinion. Um, outside of that, and it's nice to see David Montgomery on this list, by the way. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, we had Aaron Jones, 22 points against Philly. Uh, yeah, that, that long touchdown run he had was beautiful. Yeah, so he's um he's on one of my teams, and he helped solidify uh, my uh, number two placement in, in the league for going into the playoffs. And I was worried because he didn't really, he wasn't doing much before that. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like a 70 yard touchdown and I'm just like jumping, going crazy. I'm like, finally, because Aaron Rodgers has been doing this thing when they get to the red zone, he passes the ball. And I'm yep. like, this is killing me. So it was really nice to see. Yeah, well, he passes the ball to one of our monster guys this week, Devontae Adams. Yeah. Grab two more touchdowns. And yeah, I mean, it's just like within the 10 yard line, it's just you throw it outside to Devontae Adams. And yeah. He just scores the touchdown every time. It's just killing me, man. It's like, you know, Aaron, Andrew Owens can also run that ball in for you inside the 10. He can. He does it all the time. Uh, but yeah, they just keep throwing. I, I see Tanya in a lot in the red zone and, and Devontae Adams in the red zone. It's just like, oh, yeah. my God, dude. <laughs> Don't know if they're padding Rogers stats, but um, I don't. I don't. I think this is his first time on here. But we had Corey Davis as well. Had a huge game against Cleveland. Yeah, just yeah. huge. Yeah, it was a pretty gross game mm-hmm. for the most part. But yeah, Corey Davis showed up. Yeah, it was really nice. I mean, we knew we know Corey Davis has talent, um, and he does this here and there where he'll have just huge games and then just you know kind of disappears a lot. So it's 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 good to see him on this list. Uh, yeah. But tight ends, man. <laughs> what a week what a week for darren waller man that was career highs was huge career highs was it like 200 yards he had like 17 30. targets on like 13 yeah. receptions on 17 targets yeah just a monster <laughs> oh my gosh so 38 points against the jets like we said earlier it was Derek carr and Derek uh david carr david carr Derek carr and Darren Waller. <laughs> yeah, I know. In one of the listener leagues, someone brought up that he was playing Waller or he had Waller in another league. And because of their scoring systems, I like getting extra points for big plays and oh, wow. bonuses. He had like 60 points or something. Yeah, so, I could right. see that because the 200 yards, oh. the 200 yards yeah. is huge. So, yeah, a lot of those leagues that you do like the 100, uh, 100 yard bonuses, he had 200. So you're getting double bonuses. Yep. Goodness gracious. Yeah, we don't. We don't go that crazy. And then we had Travis Kelsey, who's weekly on here. So don't have to say too much, but 25 points against Denver. That's Patrick Mahomes BFF. So, you know, he's always going to be on the list. And then uh, there was a couple teams that we we talked about for our monster team of the week, but we did settle on Washington because they ended up beating the Steelers, who's undefeated. Yeah. You know, Alex Smith looked pretty decent, ended up playing that game with like, a bloody ankle and stuff like yeah, I, Anto- yeah Antonio Gibson went out early yeah JD McKissick came in and, and was he was serviceable um but yeah I mean that defense dude it, like I've been saying man that defense they didn't even have a sack on the day but yeah. I mean they they basically stopped the running game they had Pittsburgh had no running game and uh you know they just look good and and yeah. I think you're in agreement with me now man Oh, definitely, yeah. Washington's, I mean, right now, the Washington's going to win that division. <laughs> well, right now they're tied with the Giants. The Giants have them in the tiebreaker, so they're in the playoffs, but I think that'll change by the end of the season. I think yeah. Washington's going to grab that seed. Yeah, for sure. Do they have another... Does Washington and, and New York play again? Or did, they already, uh, did they already play? I'm twice? not sure. Okay, just curious. But yeah, I think, dude, Washington just looks so good. But the Giants was the one of the other teams we looked at beating Seattle, which was... Very interesting. No, they've already played twice. That's unfortunate. Giants, Giants beat them both times. Well, whatever. So now we're going to go ahead and jump in to the fight for the fist. We came to fight. Oh, we came to take. 
so looks like we got some playoff matches we wanted to uh, chat about. Yeah, this is week one of the playoffs. Week one. So, Big Hurt, 12-1, and one, gets a bye. Yeah, this is, this is the East League. Yep. 9-4, yeah, and four, James, coming. you get your bye. Yep. So, it looks like SM Kramer is going to be playing to Crestman. So, he still yep. made it in. Yep, you still made it in. Yeah, both five and bubble teams didn't make it in this league. That's interesting. So he Just still made it in. Breakers work. Yeah. Okay. So then, uh, so SM Kramer's playing to Cressman, and then I'm playing Drop Dead Dad. Yeah, which he barely beat me this past week. Aw. That sucks for you. Uh, but, hopefully, so I'll take bye. him out. Still <laughs> bye. So yeah, for sure. So, so I'm playing Drop Dead Dad. And then, uh, so SM Kramer's playing. So it's uh, three playing six, four playing five, two top teams get buys. Yep. So not not a bad matchup. Not bad, bad matchups. Um, West League, you want to go over the West League? Yep. The, uh, so the West League, we got MC Wild with the buy. He's still ahead of the pack by quite a bit. Second, Rolex, two, eight and five. You skip the buy. Third seed is Jesus, eight and five. He'll play me because I snuck in. Frederick, fourth seed, seven and six, and then playing the fifth seed, Warren Sap, seven and six. I just gotta say, I mean, me, I when I tell you I squeaked in this league, I mean, I needed a win. I had a pretty good performance, but then I needed MC Wild to win his matchup, which we knew was going to happen. He's winning almost well, everything. Yeah. It, for most of it, it wasn't looking. It was looking pretty close, but he ended up pulling it out. So I got in. I mean, unless J.K. Dobbins scores like over thirty points, then I'll make. I'll still make the playoffs. But he scores more, I'm out. But I'm just assuming he's not going to score thirty. Points. <laughs> well, he hasn't so far this year. So I mean, never say never. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I think it was that tie really helped you on that one, right? Well, as long as it wasn't a, if it was a loss, I'd be out. As long yeah. as it was a win or a tie, I was good. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so those are the matchups for this week. We'll chat next week after we have the first round of the playoffs. Yep. All right, so let's go ahead, I guess, and jump into our week 14 preview. Yeah, it's kind of a stinker week. Yeah. It's not a lot of good games. Yeah, we talked about that briefly offline, that we're not really looking forward to too many games this week, if any. Yeah. First game, Thursday night, we got the Patriots at the Rams. Rams five point favorites. Mm-hmm. Patriots just coming off just just demolished the Chargers. Literally could not do anything against them. Yeah, man, that was crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah. It was the first time I think I felt like the Patriots defense was actually extremely dominant because we yeah. know that that Chargers offense can do work. Yeah, but I mean, they didn't. I don't think they scored a point, right? Nope. 45 nothing. Wow, that's crazy. I think it's also the most points the Patriots have scored in a game all year, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, it has to be. It has to be. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they're playing the Rams, and the Rams' defense just keeps showing up. Mm-hmm. I really think it's just Cam in this one. Yeah, I know we keep talking, like, Demir Bird, um, you know, is, is he going to show up? Those uh, are matchup based. Yeah, like, I just this one's just Damian uh, Harris, who seems to be kind of the running back, but he's not getting yeah, touchdowns. He's, yeah, he's good, but yeah, just I'm not feeling it this week. Yeah, it's just tough. So yeah, I agree. I think just Cam. Looking at the Rams side, um, coming off a, a pretty big win, I would say against Arizona. Um, you, you're playing your standard Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. How do you feel about Jared Goff in this game, though? I would look somewhere else. I do mm-hmm. think there is a like a question about Cam Akers because they finally gave him the work last week and he did something with it. Yeah, he scored he a touchdown. A good week. Yeah, he had a good week. So, but I'm waiting for I mean, Cam Akers to have it two weeks in a row though before I go out and say like he's yeah. going to be the guy. <laughs> yeah, he's on he's on our waiver wire list. Yeah, I have a bid for him in one league because <laughs> you need him. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't. It wasn't super efficient. He got the touchdown. He they, he did get everything on the ground for the yeah. game. So yeah, I, I I agree with you. I would prefer to wait another week. I would really like him to get reception, like you know, because yeah, he, rece- he can catch. He he's actually yeah. a very very efficient pass catcher. 
Um, but I just think, it, again, when it comes down to a lot of these teams just have multiple running backs, they play the committee game. So um, yep. I think for right now, mine would just be Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, which is my my go-to. Yep. All right, Texans-Bears. Yep. Oh, man. I mean, it's weird to see that the Texans are 4-8. and eight. Yeah. And, I mean, they're two-point they're two favorites on the road in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Texans, they didn't have a terrible performance last week against the Colts. They almost they could have almost won that game. It was a bad play at the end by the Texans. But yeah. David Johnson was back last week. He didn't look terrible. He didn't get a ton of work. Got in the end zone. Had some decent runs. And the first game without Will Fuller, Kiki Kuti is back to relevance. Just mm-hmm. had a big game. Brandon Cooks was okay. This isn't a great matchup. But I think you can roll. I mean, Watson's an auto star. I think you can roll Johnson, Kiki, and Cooks. Because the thing that's I'm like I keep getting stuck on with Kiki is just how many targets he saw. Hmm. Well, I kind of I think when it comes to Kiki QT, whenever Will Fuller's not on the field, that's when he does become relevant. He kind of yeah. take like they're both very similar players, and so I feel like when one leaves the field, you know, Kiki QT just kind of slides into that role. So I do think he's going to be the target hog in that offense now. Um, I think for me, Brandon Cooks, I don't know what it is, but like he just he's relevant and then not relevant and relevant and not. It's I mean, just he had so a, he inconsistent. Had a, he had a very average. He's just a number two. See, I put him in. A, he's a number two on a team. But I put him in yeah, as yeah. definitely a flex. I would put yeah, him as a flex no, option yeah. if anything. Yeah. Um, and I think Kiki QT could be a number two this week. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about him later. Yeah. And again, like you said, Deshaun Watson, definitely an auto start. When it comes to the Bears, uh, David Montgomery and Allen Robinson is all I'm who I'm who I'm looking at. Yep. I, I mean, there's not much else you can say. You know, you have Darnell Mooney who's he looks good when he's on the field. You know, he's playing fine. He's just not getting enough. He's not getting enough targets and he's not getting enough uh it's it's kind of like big play or nothing for him. Yep. You know, it's like Yeah, I don't like him this week. Yeah, I don't like him this week, and I'm not a huge fan even rest of the season. You know, with with it right now. Uh, and then Foles of course, is, if if Foles is in there, I feel better about it, especially in the right matchup. But with I, Mitch, with Mitch, this isn't the best matchup. I don't. I'm not. Yeah, no, Mitch Trubisky. I feel like his down throwing ability, downfield throwing ability, is just not not great. So, yep. All right. What ne- what's the next game? Cowboys, Bengals, just stinker after stinker so far. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Could, you know what? Let me just start with this. If I came yeah. to you at the beginning of this season, I was just, yeah. were you thinking the same thing I'm thinking? And yeah. you would have said that the Cowboys would be three and eight. <laughs> That's well, what. The Bengals, yeah, I mean, the Bengals, if they win this game, they'll tie them. Like, the yeah. Bengals are two and nine. Right. I mean, how crazy is that? Like, that is just how far the Cowboys have fell. And keep in mind, in my opinion, Dak Prescott. <laughs> like I think Dak Prescott's really what makes his offense tick. And again, they their would, offensive line's really banged up. But I think if Dak doesn't get hurt, I think they'd be at least a five hundred team. Hundred percent. I hundred percent agree with you. I just it just blows my mind when I see them at three and eight. But yeah. start there. Who are you playing this week? Cowboys, I mean, you have to play Zeke. Yep. And I do really like Amari Cooper this week. Yeah, I have Amari Cooper. I've been on one of my teams, and I definitely might have to play him this week. I just, I really need him to get in the end zone. You know, like, I I think he's getting some nice targets, but uh, I just need him to get in the end zone. If he gets in the end zone, I'll I'll be happy, but... Yeah, this is a good matchup. I don't, I honestly don't think Dalton's the worst streamer. He's down towards the bottom of the list, but I don't think he'll have, like, a terrible, terrible game. And then CD, I mean... I don't know. I, I'm not sure how much you're going to see from tonight's game because there's still a game that needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Ravens, Cowboys. But and I'm probably just going Cooper and Zeke. Zeke. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, like, I think CeeDee Lamb had a lot more value when Dak Prescott was in there. Everyone did. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Everybody did. I mean, yeah. Anyways, Bengals side. Uh, man, this is tough. Um, yeah, if you started Tyler Boyd last week, he got ejected early, but at least he had one big play. It was like a 72-yard touchdown on one reception. So 
he didn't kill you. Higgins had an okay game, but and this is a good matchup for them too. But I just I think Boyd and Higgins are both like desperate flex plays again. Yeah, I just that that offense is kind of um on a standstill in my head. So I'm not a huge fan. But if I had to I just for me, if I had to just take a shot on somebody, I'm going T. Higgins. I just I like T. Higgins a lot. Would you go Higgins or Boyd if you had to take a shot on one? I, I think I would also go Higgins, but mm-hmm. it's it's tough. Dead, but... <laughs> dead even in my mind. So All right, Chiefs, Chiefs Dolphins. Yep, it's in Miami. Kansas City seven point favorites. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'll take that. I think that's fine. Um, yeah, I do think that this is actually going to be one of the few games. I'm kind of excited to watch, and here's why. Yeah, so far, this is the best one I've seen. <laughs> Which is sad. You wouldn't necessarily think that. But it's because yeah. that Dolphins defense. Yeah, like, they're good. They're, they're, they're a very good defense, and I think they're a very underrated defense, and I'm just curious to see what that defense can do against the Chief offense. I think this is going to be a matchup that you look for moving forward with that the whole Miami team as a whole. What direction I mean, are we heading? You Miami know? is 8-4. and four. They are 8 and four that is yeah still, that blows my mind every time i see it yeah because a lot of people thought that they were going to have another tank season to get more draft picks in and you know all this thing and they're like nope we're not doing that flores is like no. we're gonna we're going for it <laughs> let's, yeah, Chief, let's do it Chief, yeah chiefs is always easy yep the one question i mean i bet clyde killed yeah. a lot of people last week man he yeah. was active and literally didn't get anything like it was all Le'Veon Bell and it wasn't great they didn't run the ball a ton in the game anyway they don't have to (laughs) no yeah I mean you'd have to imagine that was just like a one-week thing and Clyde would be back because Bell really didn't look good so you're playing Clyde yep Kelsey Hill and Mahomes yep Dolphin side I mean Gasecki had a big week he will he could have he was like on the Honorable like, mentions for the monster guys. Yeah, for sure. Tua had an okay game, but you're just you're not playing him. He, no. I think he threw for like 300 yards. Only had one touchdown though. But yeah, it's in, it was, Gaskin. Go ahead. Gaskin sorry. was Gaskin was back. Yeah, he had a was back to his old role, so I think he's good to play. But it's really, it's really just Gaskin and Gasecki. I don't know what's happening with Parker right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know either. I don't know if it's Tua's just not wanting to go to him and force it to him. But uh, yeah, you can't trust it. Yeah, I mean, Tua definitely at the beginning of that game looked really bad. Yeah. Um, extremely inaccurate. Just kind of seemed all over the place. And and it turns out by the end of the game, it wasn't. It, he didn't have a terrible game. But it's not what I would like to see from him because of just how good he is with his accuracy and anticipation, all that kind of stuff. So... I do want to see him. It, I mean, and again, it's a NFL instead of college, so it's a lot different. But I do want to see him play a little bit better. But I agree with you. I think Mike Kosecki, um, who I really like with Tua, because yeah. Tua does target him more than Fitzpatrick did. Fitzpatrick, yeah. I felt like, targeted more wide receivers. I do think Tua is targeting more tight ends. I'm okay with that because I have Mike Kosecki. <laughs> yeah, Kosecki also had like an incredible one-handed catch yeah, well, last he is, week. He's good. Yeah, <laughs> He's pretty good. All right, Cardinals, and yeah. I had to scroll Giants. down. Giants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this should be a blowout, but I would have thought that last week it would have been a blowout for Seattle against the Giants. So. Yeah, yeah. Seattle. I mean, they have. A, I mean, Giants. They have a good defense, but that offense. I mean, you think it was bad with Daniel Jones, and no. I mean, Wayne Gallman had a pretty good game. Most of his yardage came on one big play, but. The receiving core is just a no-fly zone. You yeah. cannot go. You cannot play anybody. Yeah. Wayne Gallman's streaming if you need a spot start. That's it. Yep. And then Cardinal side, it was pretty rough last week for him. Kyler had a decent game. Hopkins, he sees the targets, but the running backs were about dead even. They're playing the Rams. So a very good defense, but I think it's just the usual cast again. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can throw Kirk out in this one. It's just Kyler Hopkins. And I, I still lean Edmonds over Drake. I do. Yeah, I think it's just because of the receiving work. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. All right, Vikings, Bucks. 
Yeah. So this is it potentially, one of the better ones, yeah, potentially a better game. Tampa six and a half point favorites at home. That's secondary for the Vikings, dude. Is just they're so coming bad. off the they're coming off the bye. I I kind of think I like Tampa to cover here. Oh, I think Tampa. There's potential that Tampa blows this game to pieces. Yeah. Um, you know, keep in mind that you know this was a modified offseason, new quarterback, new system, new wide receivers to play with. You know, so they're still trying to figure a lot of that out. Um, I I would I would pick them to cover as well. Yeah. I think Brady is a great play. Yep. I think Ronald Jones is the running back I'm going with. Mm-hmm. Gronk's a usable tight end. And I do think you have to play all three wide receivers. Yeah. I, I mean, I always go, I kind of always have to try to rank them, you know? So I always think that, you know, Mike Evans is flexing. I think Evans is the one that I'd feel most comfortable with just because of how Brady looks at him in the end zone. Yeah, I like him with this touchdown uh touchdown potential, but I always kind of flex him between that one and two. But I, they're all I mean they're all very equal though because Evans won't probably won't see at the the same volume as the other receivers, mm-hmm. but he gets the high value targets. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Viking side uh in uh, just Justin Jefferson is just incredible, man. Dude, I he think is, is he so leading good. the league in, in in yards right now? Hopkins no, is at eleven. Right. Hopkins is at ten nineteen. Jefferson's at ten thirty nine. Huh. I know he's the first rookie wide receiver. No, to have shoot, a DK yards Metcalf. Sorry, DK Metcalf's already at eleven hundred. So never mind. <laughs> yeah, but in retrospect. Though. In retrospect, Justin Jefferson has more yards right now than Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins. So he's yeah. having a freaking good season. He like like I've been trying to think about like how good do you think he could be in this league? Well, I mean, Justin Jefferson was was one of my high wide receiver picks, you know, in this rookie draft. I was a huge yeah. fan of Justin Jefferson. I think Justin Jefferson has the potential to be a star. Um, I think he can easily take over a team as a number one wide receiver. I think he will take over this team. I think Adam Thielen's going to move to a number two next year. And I think Justin Jefferson's going to be the new spotlight in that offense. He's somebody you can... Dude, think about it. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. That's your wide uh, wide receiver running back combo. Yeah. Get a better quarterback and you're going to have a heyday on with that team. <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, he he's I mean, incredible. It, it, yeah, in Kirk's defense, he's played pretty well recently. I think Kirk... But this week, I think it's hard to play Kirk. I wouldn't play Kirk confidence. this week. No, I wouldn't play Kirk this week. I would play Cook, and I would play Jefferson, though. And Thielen. Well, yeah, and, and Thielen, yeah. 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 So next game, Broncos at the Panthers. Hopefully all the play- Panthers players can get back out there. This isn't the greatest matchup. It looks like CMC should be back, though. I saw reports from the head coach, Matt Rule, saying that he's expecting CMC to play this week. So if that's the case, you automatically start him. But I imagine if you have him, you're not in the playoffs. So your <laughs> season could be over anyway. Well, and the guy that does have him in our league would have been happy to play him, but I think he just booted him out. So <laughs> yeah, that would, that I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. But yeah, I mean, this isn't the best matchup. I The receiving core is another one of those really tough three-headed monsters where I lean DJ Moore as the guy I'm most confident in. But I mean, that's a, that's the wrong word. It's not confidence. It's just he he makes big plays, and that's who I'm taking my shot with. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really it's funny Robbie. because Robbie, you know, you look at him, he's had 75 receptions for 912, nine but he's only got two touchdowns. Yeah, he's getting the and target he, shares and, and stuff. He but he, he's been consistent, but he hasn't had any of those big games. Right, right. And and, and DJ's then, had some big games, but he's also had a lot of very small games. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Broncos side, it's. I mean, Tim Patrick. If you're desperate, I just don't trust Drew Locke. Yeah, it's just I just don't think he's very good, man. I mean, I'm a huge Noah Fant fan. But he hasn't been doing. He hasn't anything. been doing much as a tight end either. So, and then Melvin Gordon, he's a desperate. I think either one of those RB2. are. 
either one of the running backs are desperate. So the Broncos well, just are de- ugly. I think it's definitely Melvin Gordon in that backfield. Yeah. So that's going to be an ugly game to watch. I'm, I hope that one gets blacked out for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the Titans, Jags. Yeah, this is usually the Derrick Henry Bowl. This is the mm-hmm. he kills Jacksonville every time they play. This is usually a Thursday night game, though. But yeah. So Tennessee, seven and a half point favorites, coming off getting absolutely demolished by Baker Mayfield. I didn't that see- game, I did not <laughs> see that coming. No. So Cleveland was another honorable mention in our monster team of the week just because it's not the fact that they beat Tennessee. It's just how they kind of beat Tennessee. Like It just happened so quick. Dude, just... that game was over at like halftime. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, Baker actually looked very, very good, um, which isn't something I've said a lot this year. No. Uh, Tennessee just looked like they couldn't do a dang thing. Derrick Henry that... could not run the ball. No, that defense is a liability. Yes. Yes, it is. But, yeah, so I think Tannehill's a great play this week. Henry's a great, great play this week. A.J. Brown I like. And if Johnu is out again, I feel a lot more confident in Corey Davis playing him again. I do think you could play Corey Davis again, even if Johnu's there. But I think if Johnu's out, I'd feel much more confident in Corey Davis. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I mean... Corey Davis did show up this week, and I think it's not not just because they really needed him to with John o, Johnny out. I mean, Corey Davis has talent. I, oh, mean, yeah. I mean, he's a very good wide receiver. It's just, you know, I feel like he steps up when needed, and he disappears just a lot. So I think this is going to be a turnaround game for Tennessee. Um, unfortunately, I do think that they're just going to run the hell out of the ball. I think it's just going to be Derrick Henry all the way. And if I had to pick and choose one wide receiver I'm taking a shot on, I'm still going to go A.J. Brown. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's just kind of a given. But if yeah. you want to throw Corey Davis in as a flex, you know, I don't think it's going to be terrible. Just I don't have a high – I don't see a lot of high upside in this game. Yeah, the Jaguars, it's really just James Robinson. I mean, Shark, I've, I've been thinking about a lot. Like, is there a player who gets more worthless targets in the league than – DJ Chark. No, it's just it's because he sees good targets. He just like it'll be like seven or nine targets for two receptions. Like every week, yeah. it's just like yeah, um, it really sucks because you know when he he's so talented, he's just so talented, and I just he just he doesn't get anything that's high quality. No, and I mean every time the ball, I feel like there's it's he's underthrown or he's overthrown or. It's already out of bounds by the time it even gets, you know, it's just, it, just really, really, it just sucks for him. And, and uh, it yeah, sucks because I'm a huge fan of DJ Chark. Yeah, I really wish he, was, he, he could get traded or was on a different team. Yeah, well. Because it's I, just a waste. Was he, what round was he? Was he a second or a third round? Uh, I believe he was a second round a few years uh, ago. So we, so we still got some time. Second or third. I think this is third year in the league. Yeah. That just, that sucks, so. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I'm with you, James Robinson. Surprise, surprise, but has been a star this year. The only bright spot I can say that is coming out of Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Colts, Raiders. Yeah. Colt, I mean, Raiders are 7-5, too. That's kind of impressive. But Colts, three-point favorites on the road in Las Vegas. I think Phil Rivers is a good streamer. He's been getting it done the past few weeks. It's not very pretty. You trusting what T.Y. just did? Not at all. Yeah. I mean, it really stinks because I thought that it was going to be a really big Michael Pittman week. Yeah. You know, I was really thinking, I'm like, oh, Pittman's going to have a huge game. And it wasn't. Yeah, it was, was T.Y. And I was like, man, wouldn't have saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. Looking at the DFS picks this week, I really wanted to put Pittman in there. I do yeah. like him, but it's, I just never know on a weekly basis this offense Philip Rivers has been getting it done, but it's been inconsistent for everyone else. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and yeah, I. But again, I don't. I don't think I'm going to be do, throwing him out I there. Do, I do lean Pittman though. I do too. And then Jonathan Taylor, he got the work again. He had a great play in the passing game, scored the touchdown. I think he's a good play this week. We'll get to him later. Mm-hmm. And then the Raiders side, Darren Waller. 
A lot, <laughs> m- yeah, much tougher game than the Jets. Yes. So yeah, it's really just Waller, and if Jacobs could get back out there, I am like Nelson Aguilar. He just sees so many targets, man, and it really just takes one play. But I think it would be hard to throw him out there in this one. Yeah, I mean, you got to give the Colts. You know, their defense is pretty decent. I mean, it's a very solid defense at times. So, I mean, it would be tough for me to throw Nelson Aguilar out there or any kind of wide receiver. I think Darren Waller is definitely going to get double teamed a lot. So there is opportunity there for Nelson, but I don't know. I don't know if I could take a shot. If if you're trying to win a playoff game in fantasy, I mean, would you want to leave it up to Nelson Aguilar to get you to your next next game? I just I don't think I could take that. So. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is what it comes down to. (laughs) Next game, Jets in Seattle versus Seahawks. Seattle's 13.5-point favorites. That's not a surprise. All right. Should we call upset alert? No. They might not not cover, but I don't think it's (laughs) worth it. So Darnold was back last week, and it – Right back to Jameson Crowder being his favorite target. Yeah, of course. He didn't see a ton of he didn't see a ton of targets, but he no, got two touchdowns. Two touchdowns helped though. Yeah, and then Ty Johnson came in at running back. We put him on the waiver wire this week. He had a good game. I think he'll probably be another good play this week against Seattle because Seattle is just terrible on defense. But that's it. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely, um, you know, Jameson Crowder is one of those kind of flex options. I would definitely take over Nelson Aguilar right now. Yeah. I, I do it think it is funny. It is funny that like how there's such a big difference between Flacco and Darnold's like target distribution. Yeah, I think a lot's just I don't know confidence maybe, but I, I like it because I have Jamison Crowder on my team. Yeah, so I'm fine with it. Throw it all day to him, man. Seahawks yeah, Seattle, side, the smash play for everyone. Yeah, I mean, if you had to though, because we know it can't be a sp- smash play for everyone. Would it you go DK? Be. It could be, but I doubt it. Would you go DK or Lockett? Like, who in do you think is going to have the better game? In this one, I'd go DK. I would, too. I'd, I'd definitely take the upside of DK over Lockett. Um, and then, yeah, I think Chris Carson's going to have a monster game. I'm hoping I can say that because he's also on my team. He had a good game last week. Yeah. He had a great receiving touchdown. Yep. I want to keep that up. So, uh, And then definitely Russell Wilson this week. Okay. Could, could be massive. Packers-Lions. Division game? Yeah. Yep. In Detroit. Seven and, seven and, a, half. and a half. For Green Bay, yeah. That'll, I don't mind that. Matthew Stafford was okay last week. Marvin Jones is coming off a great game. If Swift can get back out there, I like him. I, I, what's your temperature on Stafford this week? Uh, It's not that I don't... I mean, I definitely kind of have a slight fever, I guess. Um, But... It's not him. I just think he doesn't have anything to throw to. I mean, Marvin Jones cut a touchdown last week, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that, that's good. Game. You know, yeah, he had a great game, but that's like the first time that Kenny Galladay has not played where Marvin Jones, I was like, dude, it, you had a good game. <laughs> you know? Well, that was like, yeah, that was his first explosive game. He'd been pretty consistent up until this up, up until this point. He was giving you double digit points, but it was just a huge target share. TJ Hawkinson had another good game. Mm hmm. So, I, I mean, I would try and find other options in Stafford, but this is a division game. These division games, I feel like, between, like, the Packers and Lions, and like, there's some teams that I always feel like are a little bit closer yeah, than the over under, they appear. The over-under over is 55 points, which I yeah. think is the highest on the week. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... It 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 could end up being a little bit closer than than it's leading off. Like you would you would look at this game and be like, well, the Packers have just been destroying people. You know, the, the they're just going to destroy the Lions, but it might be a little bit closer. Yeah. So, so Packers side, Rogers smash, Adams smash, Aaron Jones smash. And I think Tanyan's a great play in this one too. He's been yeah. good. He's been really good the past few weeks. He's also getting a lot more red zone targets. Yeah. And then I think if you had to take another shot on a Packers receiver, it's still Lazard for me. Yeah, we we had that conversation on Sunday. You know, MVS versus Lazard, and you know, I, I definitely think Lazard. Even after that, after that game, he's by far yep. just the more consistent number two. Yep. 
I'm just trying to think if you had to stream a quarterback this week and Stafford might be that that guy for you, I'm trying to think of who you might stream over him. Just look at well, yeah, there's not a it was hard getting like the waiver wire guys DFS picks this week because there are just like a lot of bad matchups like we've been talking about. There's not like a, a lot of good plays. Right. Like you wouldn't would you take Kirk over him against the Bucks? Yeah, I would take Kirk Cousins over him. I would take Stafford over Goff. Yeah. Um Yeah, there's not a lot of good Tannehill. I don't know if Tannehill's considered a streamer anymore though. No, no. Hmm. Yeah, that's really it. I think I'd probably play Philip Rivers over him too. What about Ben Roethlisberger against the Bills? I know we haven't got to that game yet, but yeah, I think I don't. I'm not sure anyone he's going to be out on waiver wires, but I would prefer Bill Ben. I always feel like Big Ben's never on teams somehow, though. So. Well, <laughs> he has been lately. Yeah. All right, so Saints Eagles. Well, we do have to kind of talk. I mean, we knew that Taysom Hill, to be able to win that game last week, was going to have to stop running the ball as much as he was. And so he did have two passing touchdowns. And both of them didn't look terrible. I mean, (laughs) I was a little surprised. Um, He threw the ball, and he he was pretty efficient with it. And honestly, and, and, you know, you obviously give your opinion too, but I felt like he threw the ball downfield a little bit better than Drew Brees did at times. Like, Drew Brees is a short passing game quarterback now he doesn't throw a lot of deep shots but but Taysom Hill looked pretty good throwing it down the field in that intermediate to mid-range routes yeah it was nice Michael Thomas got back to it after not a great week last week had over 100 yards and they're back to giving Kamara everything which really Mm -hmm. saved saved me (laughs) well (laughs) why because he's both leagues Taysom Hill stopped running the freaking ball (laughs) yeah (laughs) like he did not run as much as he has in the two previous weeks so I think that definitely helps Kamara a ton. Yeah, I still think it's just those three, though. Cook did catch the touchdown, but it was that's all he did. I am going to get very frustrated, though, if Taysom Hill is on one of those like playoff teams and that's who you end up losing to. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> like, going to happen. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> like, what an annoyance. It almost kind of like a slap in the face. The Eagles, though, this week are very hard with uh, Jalen Hurts coming in. Uh, I'm a little leery about most of it, to be honest. I think Goddard, just because he's a tight end, and then Miles Sanders, which I guess that's kind of how it's been the past couple weeks, but it'd make me very nervous. Because the Saints, the one thing they do well is shut down the run. Sanders hasn't been producing well. And then you just don't really know who hurts likes his connection with. I think it's going to be a week to kind of tell though, like what's it going to look like moving forward for that team? I mean, is this going to be just a trial game to see what hurts is going to do? Or is this just a kind of a, Hey, Carson, get your crap together. You know, like we don't have a problem going this route. If they want to catch Washington or the giants, they can't lose another game. I mean, there's only three games left and they are two games back. Yeah, I don't think they'll be able to catch either one, to be honest. But yeah, very interesting. But I, you know, I don't even know about playing Miles Sanders this week. I wouldn't be high on that play. Um, I, I think would look you have elsewhere. To play but Sand- I, th- I think you have to play Sanders. Well, I think you have to because of where you drafted him. Um, well, it's just you also know the talent, and he can get the opportunity. Yeah, nah, that's fair. But then, yeah, so, Goddard just because he's a tight end. Yep. <laughs> and just hope that he gets a touchdown. Yeah, Falcons Chargers. Mm. I, after yeah. after the Chargers game last week, I am really not excited about this game. <laughs> I, I I think I think they're going to get back to it. The I think Eckler is going to be a good play in this one. Keenan Allen is going to be a good play in this one, and I like Herbert in this one. Mm-hmm. The um, Falcons side though was not a great game last week. Julio played. He was. You could tell he was limping around sometimes after hits, going off the field for a little bit. But when he was in there, he looked good. Him and Calvin Ridley had decent games. Gurley just didn't get anything. And I don't. I, I would question if he's going to play this week. Mm-hmm. So if he's out, I'm not playing a running back. And in this one, 
are you playing like you look at Matt Ryan at all? Uh, it's just like where's the upside there? I yeah, that's that's where it's at. Pretty, is, it's a pretty good matchup. Well, and you know when you look at how New England just came in with with what they have and put up forty five points, you would like to be able to say that the Falcons could do the same. But I just I don't know, man. I just don't think R- Matt Ryan has that upside like he he used to. I would say um, I think he would be you know, a decent streaming option this week with that against the Chargers. But oh, that's good. Would you play Stafford or would you rather play Ryan this week? Ugh, that one's hard. <laughs> I mean, I to, me, to, me, to me, Matt Ryan has the better matchup. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But, I mean, what's... No, yeah, Stafford doesn't have an easy matchup against the Packers. But Stafford has the higher ceiling, in my opinion. Like, he could have well, a bigger game. He's... He's been getting it done recently. Matt Ryan is not. Yeah. So I don't know. I would I would stray away. I would probably play Stafford instead of Matt Ryan, but I wouldn't be that happy about it. I would I would basically what I'm saying is I would really like to play Matt Ryan. <laughs> but I just I just don't know if I can pull the trigger. Yeah. Again, if you're if you're in the playoffs, hopefully you have a quarterback you don't have to do this with, but if you do and you need a win, would you rather have Matt Ryan or would you rather have Matthew Stafford? I think I'd just go for broke and go with Matt Ryan. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I'm just going to go for broke and pick Kirk Cousins or something. <laughs> like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, uh, all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> that answers that. All right. Where are we at? Washington 49ers? Yep. It's in San Francisco. Three-point favorites for San Francisco. I don't know if I like that. I think it's a little disrespectful. I think Washington, they just beat Pittsburgh, an undefeated team. And now, again, their offense isn't you yeah, know, but huge, could, but their defense, yeah. man, is just so good. I think I lean San Francisco in this one. I can't believe you. But I think it's more just because they're going to control the clock. Washington side, like if if Antonio Gibson can't get out there, I do think JD McKissick is going to be a very good play. I know in one league where I have Antonio Gibson, I have a waiver pickup for JD McKissick in case he can't get back out there. I'll play him in his stead. But Terry's coming off a bad week. It was against a good defense. Mm-hmm. You still have to throw him back out there. And Logan Thomas had a great game. Yeah, I think you can play him. That's it. Forty yeah. ers I don't know what they're doing with Raheem Mostert, man. Why are they not giving him everything? I don't know. I mean, that's typically the dynamic that they do with their running backs is just, there you go. It was the beginning of the year. He was getting everything. No, what I'm saying is, is like, that's what their normal dynamic is, is whoever's running the running back that game literally gets like 100% of the touches. No, but it's been pretty even the past two weeks. Yeah. I wonder if they're just really trying to ensure he just stays healthy. I really don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's disappointing. Yeah. The receivers for the 49ers, they're pretty even. I, I mean, I think Debo's definitely better. I yeah. ended up with the touchdown last week. You can play both of them. Yeah. I mean, I think they both had really good games. Debo started off not very good at all, but ended up finishing no, yeah. a good game. Yeah. That, he was making me nervous because I needed him to come he had through. Like, to he had like point three points when I turned the game off. And I'm like, dude, you're not making the playoffs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, and then I look at the matchup the next day, and I'm like, "Oh, he ended up with like 20 points," and and then because uh, he also needed Josh Allen too, and he ended up with like almost 40. So I was like, "Oh, well, James made yeah. the playoffs." <laughs> um, man, if I oh. if I had something that I could bet you on, I would bet that game. By the way, I really think Washington's going to pull that game out against the 49ers, even in Glendale. Outright. Well. What do you mean outright? Yeah. Or I mean, do you want them to – so you, you just think Washington's going to win? I just think Washington's going to win. I don't care what the, the line says. I just think Washington's going to win. Obviously, they're going to win by at least a field goal or a touchdown. That's what I would say. I'd, I'd, I would probably say the field goal. I'd probably say that Washington would win by three instead of San Francisco by three. Huh. I would take that. Well, maybe we'll uh, let – maybe we'll let – all of the listeners decide what the bet could be. That's dangerous. Within reason, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, next game, we got Steelers at Buffalo. And th- I guess this is the best game of the week. 
Yeah, it has to be. I mean, the two playoff contenders. Sunday night. Steelers coming off the first loss of the week. They should have James Conner back. Pissed. Buffalo is two and a half point favorites, though. I can't believe that. Maybe it's just yeah. because it's in Buffalo, but I mean, Buffalo is yeah, not that not different. Like Pitt, no, Pittsburgh and Buffalo are they're pretty much the same place in my mind. Yeah, I mean, it's not that much different. I mean, to me, that's not home field advantage. Both places are extremely cold this time of year. <laughs> yeah. So, so Pittsburgh, it was, I mean, Deontay Johnson's incredible, like we and, always say. Dude, I still feel like he's getting disrespected. Yeah, he is. He is getting so disrespected. Guys, we have to change that. Yeah, I like Wait till after I, like, I buy his jersey first, though, because I don't want his jersey prices going up yet. <laughs> I like Big Ben in this game. Yeah. Deontay's the number one in this game. And then I, I do think you can play all three receivers. I lean Juju number two. Just because of the amount of targets he sees, Claypool three and Ebron, he's I think Ben just really loves throwing the Ebron. He loves yeah. him, man. So I would actually reverse the Juju and Claypool thing, and here's why. Is when I was watching that game, when it came down to the red zone. Yeah. And they only had one wide receiver out there, it was Claypool. Yeah. And but so Juju does get a lot of work in the red zone. I'm just saying, when it came down to that one wide receiver set in the red zone, it was Claypool. So I would just lean Claypool slightly over Juju. Yeah, they're both very close. Yeah. And then Connor, if he's out there, you have to play him. Yep. Bill side, Josh Allen coming off a great game, auto start. Diggs, another good game, auto start. And Cole Beasley, with John Brown being out, it's just been on fire. Dude, you he's have killing to play it. Cole Beasley. Yeah, he was an honorable. It. He was an honorable mention for our monster guys. Yep. And then last week, the running back situation went all to Devin Singletary, but he still didn't have a great week. If I had to it's pick one, touchdown. one I, Jeez. yeah, if I had to pick one, I guess it's Singletary, but I feel like they're kind of doing the Tampa Bay thing where one of the running backs makes a mistake. You're hitting the bench. <laughs> yep. Next one in. Yep. Until that one makes a mistake, then they rotate again, you know. Yep. Do you see so, uh, who do you think is going to win this game? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Same. I think it might be close though. I like the two and a half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just I I would almost put it probably more like one and a half though. I think it's going to be really close. Yeah. So uh, Monday last night. Game of the week. Yeah. Last game of the week. Ravens at in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought at the beginning of the year these would have been their records? Ravens six and five. Browns nine and three. I would have gone the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Uh Brown 6 and 5 and the Ravens 9 and 3. Um uh, but that's not the case. Uh it looks like Baltimore's uh, just up by one. Yeah. You know, I mean, bro. they're not even really thinking that they're going to blow away this game. And No, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect them to either. I mean, when was the last time Baltimore blew someone out? Last year, I guess. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it looks like everyone should be back for this game. Pretty much everyone's playing tonight. Mm-hmm. So Lamar, you play. Andrews, you play. Last time we saw him, yeah, I don't. The running back situation. I don't know. Yeah. Lean JK, but that's very, very desperate. Yeah. Marquise Brown had like one good appearance this year so far, and it was last week. Let me just double check that. Even if it was, I'm not a huge fan of him this week. No. He's going to have to go up against Denzel Ward most likely. So Yeah, he caught eight. I mean, four receptions, 84 yards for a touchdown. By far his best game of the season. Yeah, which still wasn't even like amazing. <laughs> no. Um, Brown side. I you mean. Two running backs. Yeah, Chubb and. and uh, oh, Chubb just, is so. He is so good, man. Uh, Kareem He's Hunt, there so you go. Yeah. Fast. Yeah, and uh, I think both both are definitely serviceable. I would yeah, always take Landry, Chubb over him, but Landry. This is a tough matchup, but Landry has been getting it done the past few weeks. I like Landry. He had a touchdown one. two weeks in a row, so yeah. Baker's starting to look a little bit better. Yeah, you just you can't play Baker in this one. No, and that Landry's the only receiver. Higgins and the other guys that they just. Yeah, don't go read into Donovan Peoples-Jones. I mean, he did have a really good game this past week. He had a long touchdown, but... We've, we've seen all of them have good games this year at yeah. some point. 
yeah, Higgins had a good game at one point as well. So, and even Odell before he got hurt had a good game. <laughs> so, it was a it was a great game. Yeah, yeah, it was a great game, but it just happened the one time. So, um, but I do think this is I do think this actually has potential to be a decent Monday Night Football game, though. Yeah, I have a feeling it's just going to be a run first game. And yeah, there's going to be a little low scoring because both both quarterbacks have been underperforming. <laughs> And they don't really have great weapons. Yeah, it's just really funny because again, underperforming, underperforming, but we're nine and three. Yeah, <laughs> like that just blows my mind, man. Uh, but again, I think it's uh, what I said at the beginning of the year. It's all running. It's Nick Chubb. Oh, it's yeah. Cream Hunt. Like Kevin Stefanski's offensive scheme is run first, and I knew it. That's why I was so high on Nick Chubb this year. And dude, let's be honest, Nick Chubb is not disappointed when he's been on the field. No, he's been very, very good. All right, so that's our week uh, 14 preview. So I think we're going to go ahead and jump into our DFS picks for this week. Yep. Where do you want to start? Uh, quarterbacks. All right. So we'll start with Aaron Rodgers versus at, at Detroit. He's the fourth highest priced. I still like him. He's just been on a heater. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, I think, is a smash play against Jacksonville. He's the eighth highest priced. And then a little bit cheaper. I like Phillip Rivers. There's some other good quarterback plays this week if you want to look them out, uh, look at them. But I, I think Philip Rivers is a decent play, especially in a cash game. Yeah, I mean the Raiders' defense is, uh, I don't know, here and there. So I think it's, that, yeah. yeah, I think Philip Rivers has the potential to be able to maybe tear up that defense a little bit. Yep. Uh, running backs, our boy Aaron Jones. You know, yeah, fourth this, this overall. Could be, yeah, could I mean, be a I, huge I, I, game. So 76 against Detroit. Um, he's he's one of those running backs I plan on trying to have in all my lineups this week. Yep. Uh, David Montgomery coming off a big week. Going against Houston, where Houston has kind of struggled a little bit at times with the run. Uh, 6,500, 12th overall. Not a bad play. Uh, it's just, for me, I just you really hope that he gets that same level of work again. Yep. Uh, so lastly, Jonathan Taylor against Vegas. 58, 22nd overall. So if you want to go a little bit Lower on some running backs, Jonathan Taylor would be a good option for you. Yeah, he's just cheap, and he's talented. Yeah. yeah. Wide receivers, I like Keenan Allen this week. There are a lot of good wide receiver plays this week, though. So I like Keenan Allen versus Atlanta. He's the fourth highest price. And I think in tournaments, some people might be off of him because of last week's performance. So I think you can mm-hmm. get him at a lower ownership. Uh, Amari Cooper versus Cincinnati, 16th highest price. And then Kiki QT, if we're going to go cheap, $5,000, 34th highest priced. If you can see that same target he did last week, and he did it last week against the Colts, so that makes me feel a little bit better about him playing Chicago. Yeah, I mean, Chicago does have a pretty decent defense still, considering their offense is lackluster. But I do think as long as, like you said, if he gets that target share, he could have a huge game this week. Yep. Tight ends, always tough. You got your top two guys. You know, the Darren Wallers, the the Travis Kelseys, they're super yeah, high-priced. Yeah, they're great plays, but they're just, everyone everyone knows they're great plays. Yeah, so it, it is really tough. So if you're wanting to be different, you're going to have to try and go a little bit cheaper on some plays. We got Mike Gusecki this week against Kansas City. Seriously, guys, he could have a huge game against Kansas City. Uh, Tua has just been peppering him with, with some targets, and he's getting some red zone work, which would be great. So 4,500, sixth overall. And then really on the cheap side, uh, which is probably who I might be targeting a little bit more often, which is Ryan Tanyan against Detroit, 4,200, ninth overall. He's just, as long as Rodgers keeps throwing touchdowns, I I mean, if he throws four touchdowns this week, Tanyan's getting one of them. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Devonta Adams will get two. Alan Lazard might get one. Tanyan might get one. You yeah. know? Uh, so, I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. So... That's our DFS picks for this week. Um, once again, always let us know. We've been hearing that some guys have been winning some good amount of money. We love that. We love hearing those things. Keep up the great work uh, by, by getting your picks. Let us know if there's someone that you like more than what we've picked. Just out of curious, who would you throw out here? Or show us your lineups. We love uh, seeing your guys' lineups as well. So, James, if they wanted to send us some stuff, where, where could they find us at? Uh, Twitter, at the TFL Monsters. Facebook, at the TFL Monsters. And then Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Fancy Monsters, where you can find the podcast. Hit us up. Yeah, let us know. Questions, concerns, anything. Love to hear from you guys. 
Uh, but thanks again for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. We'll catch you next week. Have a go. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be ruby in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, man, I can fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you.